Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Cause if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, cause everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we started KookCast. Cause the more you know, the less you'll kook it. So bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. And make sure you go check out that membership site. We got all kinds of good stuff on there for you. This week on the show, it's kind of one of my favorite style of episodes because I get to be a listener instead of a host. <laughs> so Coach Ev is recapping a killer session he had with Uncle Freestyle at a very heavy or can be heavy point break wave down in Baja, Mexico. One that I've been wanting to score for a long time and never have. So it's especially fun for me to listen to these two guys talk about it here we go yeah so that's that's kind of that's how I wanted to run these little do some quick little episodes some touch on some some topics that we've been discussing and um, always good to share share a little bit about like our search and finding waves and we're down here in Baja and there's the biggest south swell of the season on us, you know, and and not yesterday, but the day before, it was like, if you didn't know what was going on, if you looked out in front of the house, it looked about as small as it gets. It looked like not a surfing day. And, and we made it over to this fickle little spot, you know, right before sunset, and lo and behold, I liked how you, uh, how you described the wave like a snail. Tell me a little bit more about that. Well, it's, I was surprised as well to see a wave of any sort, considering it was so bad in front of our place, and one would look at that and say, well, surf is horrible, and we should go fishing, but about uh, swells and tides and directions of, of tide and somehow you had formulated an idea that this little spot, you know, 10 miles to the north should be firing. And so we head that direction and I was incredulous to see this as we started getting closer to look out in the bay and see what looked like a snail. It was coming right towards us <laughs> and it was just such uh, a sight. Like a snail eyes. shell, like a, a like a, um, it kind of has that swirl effect. Right. You know, their shell has exactly. that kind of cool What's swirl effect. Yeah, it's a. 
it's a spiral. Yeah, it's the spiral a, it's coming like a cinnamon right towards roll. us. It's, yeah, it was it was coming right towards us. Something that you don't see very often. So yeah, at the peak it was the biggest, right, where it was breaking, and then there was a tapering line. So that's kind of yeah, like I a totally cone. see what you it were was like a talking about. A cone, and it was bombing. I mean, yeah. we pulled up there. There was there was a bunch of people looking at it, not. And, and then as soon as the set came through, it was like very clear a lot of people weren't really up for that yeah. that day, you know. And, and it was like, I, I knew that this place, I have only surfed this place a couple times previously because it is so fickle. Mm -hmm. And it takes a really, you know, a really specific angle and, you know, of course the winds and the tide come into to play as well but it was absolutely yeah, doing it its beautiful. thing really stacked up on the point with huge long lines you know the the line off the point was like a mile long you know you're dropping into this wave and it's like there's no end in sight there's no shoulder in sight yeah really it's yeah. all one lined up yeah. you better you better take off at the peak and get a lot of speed and then that that brings me to the point of the equipment there were a lot of people there, locals. Um, surprisingly, very few had the right gear, board-wise. Right, there was, a, there was a pack of older gentlemen kind of sitting out the back on bigger boards, mm -hmm. but they, it, it was so windy and choppy mm -hmm. out there that it was really difficult for even them to get into the yeah. wave. So they we- were almost too deep. Yeah, they were almost too deep. And then there was a bunch of guys on shortboard. So we were on our mid lengths, our seven sixes, quads, mm -hmm. and we were able to kind of just tap into all yeah. of those zones, whether we paddled outside the, the pack and sat basically right next to those guys on the very outside on their guns, and we could slide right in on those waves. We could go and sit in between them and the short borders. Yeah. We were getting a lot of waves there because we had the equipment. That was that the right place to be. When, when a set or a swell came, mm. A, a set that kind of was tucked up into the point, we had the paddling power to jam in there and snag those ones, whereas the shortboarders were sitting way off on basically the second takeoff point, and they didn't have the paddling power to get over no. and shoot in there and grab those little insiders. They were so. under seven foot boards. They were all riding uh, with way too much rocker, and these were large kind of swells coming through that once after you took off on the peak, they would start to pitch. And most of those guys were just getting pitched yep. right out. So with our 7.6 quad, we had this identical boards, fortunately, as I insisted on having one of, one of your seven six quads yeah you tried to yeah as soon as you rode the original fine china you try for one you tried to just get that one off me yeah but i thought maybe one. you would just want to give it up <laughs> and we were talking about a birthday board but this was perfect i mean i i yeah. knew that i hit a lot of bases a, a lot of points dead on with that seven six but i also you know just like any designer once you're done with it there's things that you could do better yeah. right away. You'll know right away. The weight, um, mm -hmm. you know, the little added bits of rocker that I threw into your board, uh, pulled in the nose a little bit. We tried to get it a little bit lighter. 
So all those things, you know, really clicked it up a notch and it, it was actually a great thing to to witness. It's, pre it's pretty rare that I feel like my equipment is is limiting me in some way shape or form i kind of almost always feel like i got the upper hand on on things but the ways were so bowly and so steep the other day that i actually got myself into a couple situations on that you know that's a pretty decent sized board seven six and it's pretty flat um a couple times i poked the nose and i really paid for it dearly um, and i was just kind of impressed that that wave had so much you know such a cupped out face and and it would hit sections and draw off the bottom so hard and fast that a couple like one section i i saw the section coming so i went high and normally you'd be dropping down the steepest part of that face but as i was descending that super steep face i just felt my nose just really just start to engage and I tried to step way back on the tail and wheelie out of it but to no avail hmm. I just poked the nose went down right into the trough and just luck luckily I mean I thought I was in for a true beating but I went down right in the trough and the lip went right over my head and it kind of pushed me out the back um, that was one of my favorites and then I had another spectacular wipeout that I know all the crew saw who was standing on the on the bluff. There was probably like half a dozen guys just hanging out, guys who, who decided not to paddle out. And I got this one bomb right off the point and I came off the bottom and I did this swooping top turn. And as I came to finish it, I looked down and the, the bottom half of the wave was just sucking out again so hard that even though I tried my best to, to really step on the tail and ride out of that bottom transition, I even kind of did like, a, like an ollie hop to, to really flick the nose of the board up. But then as I got into that trough situation, again, the nose poked and I went down like in that fast kind of whiplash style and just slammed the water so hard and just got fully rolled but I kind of I don't know it was it was one of those big wave sessions that was actually you know it, it wasn't very scary you know we got caught inside we were fine I had to straighten out on a couple sections that I thought I was just gonna be just mowed down in the in the worst way but I was able to kind of again kind of skirt underneath the lip at the last section second and and get out of there but um uh, you know i, I kind of wanted to talk talk about both of those both of those extremes you know like the the first day we we weren't even expecting i you know i was kind i was just hoping that it was going to be big and and legit um and then the second day our expectations might have been a little over the top because you know after you get that first day you're coming back to the, on the second day feeling a lot more conf confident in in everything in in just the the spot and your equipment and your ability 
and it's just like that second go around that you're you're finally like oh okay you know now i can really go i'm ready for this yeah Yeah. you're getting ready well sometimes yeah you get disappointed um and you can't get your hopes up too high because that second day didn't prove to be all that we'd hoped for there were a few uh errant sets that came through they were really fun and they were you know, just about as big as the day before, but the consistency was was down and we waited and waited. We had like a lot of time between sets. So it's important to capitalize that moment, that time, not think about, well, maybe tomorrow I'll ride or another time because those are fickle spots and they don't come around every every day. So you really have to capitalize when you see something like that. and and be discerning and try to look to what potential it it holds for you and then mobilize and start paddling you know get your arms out and just start paddling out there and it it paid off i think you know in dimes that was a great session that we had yeah i had a couple of uh, embarrassing moments myself you know back falling back almost like a whiplash and you know, knowing that the next day I'd be feeling that, and yeah. yet, you know, at the time it was, uh, you know, you kind of have to just chalk one up and and, and kind of laugh at yourself. I know I heard a couple of giggles coming from the gallery uh, <laughs> when I, you know, went down. So that's that's all part of the game. You got to let that stuff go. You know, as long as you come out, you know, in one piece from those from those wipeouts and your gear's okay. But again, having the right gear was just was was was, was just the, the answer there because I'm I'm not in the ideal surf shape, so I rely on my gear. And having the right gears in the right size board with, is uh, you know is the difference between making it and, and, and not. So it was it was uh, well yeah Calafia. Yeah, that's I spot. I just want I really wanted to kind of wrap wrap up that session together because it's it's always special when i'm surfing with you out there uncle and charging big surf that you know definitely when we pulled up there and i looked at it i was like okay we're in for it today you know that it was breaking like a perfect point break but then it was coming on to the inside and just a mile long giant top to bottom closeout so if if you did happen to time your paddle out wrong boom you're taking one of those on the head and these these are waves that you can't just duck dive you know for one we're on seven sixes but two the lip is it was so top to bottom that you would have just had to ditch your board and then trust your leash and that was again danger situation when the waves are that big and the rocks are that big on the inside your board's toes not to rely on your leash to best to look at your time timing is waiting for that last large set wave to come through and then paddling out on the back side of that and streaming right out there is, is ideal it doesn't usually happen that way but uh, it was formidable that was a formidable session it was great to be able to, to nail a few big takeoffs and, Yeah, Unc. 